So I had a couple of thoughts prepared, but um, do you guys have any things you want to talk about or share or ask? I really liked what the email was talking about, about seeing the Buddha and everyone. It, like, resonated with me, and I was like, yeah, I like this. I think it's something I want to practice for the new year and build a habit out of it. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's sort of the Christian idea of seeing God in everyone and there's the like, you know, the bum on the, the Morgan Freeman, I, I forget which movie it is, but like, Bruce Almighty. yeah, like the bum guy is actually just God dressed up like a bum to teach you how, how quickly you are to judge. Um think okay that person has nothing to offer me or or they're worthless or they're lo lesser than me or whatever and, and that's that's the thing too is knowing that everybody that i encounter and everybody that i have a moment with is a learning moment for the both of us you know it's like we're meant to have this moment and i was supposed to learn this and you were supposed to learn that right and then we move on yeah and the thing, the thing is that you are also the Buddha, right? So it's not meant to, okay, now I'm going to walk around bowing down to everyone and, and putting myself down either. It's, you know, we're all Buddhas and some of us have done more purification. And so we can see it. We are much more transparent to our Buddha nature um, than others, but at our the the root of our our minds we have this basic goodness we have this bodhicitta this this buddha nature and we're just covered up with the plaque of greed hatred and delusion and the practice that we do every day and letting go in our out breath the more we let go the more we can just see we become transparent to those tensions and we see that we are all just multiple coordinate points of the same mind. Um, and so, you know, one of the more classic things is when you start meditating and you go to the meditation center, you see the teacher, um, you're like, you look at them, like you go to your first retreat at IMS or something, you're like, okay, that person over there, they're enlightened, they must be enlightened, they must be perfect. Um, wow, I really wish I could experience or become that. And the thing is you are already that you're always already that. Um, and then if you start doting on them, it's fine to respect them, but by putting all your love and adoration outward, you're just projecting the own, your own Buddha nature onto someone else. And then when you discover that they use the bathroom, that they do bad things, that they have deluded mind states and that they're just kind of like regular people just like you you can have a really down experience where you get disappointed but you were really just setting yourself up for that um so yeah whether it's the bum in the park or the the teacher i don't know who's a teacher that 
it's famous. Um, like even the Dalai Lama or Thich Nhat Hanh or Joseph Goldstein or like the Dalai Lama is no more special than you. He might just have purified himself further, but the nature of his mind is the same as yours, same as mine. So it's, um, it's important to remember that. <clears throat> But I think the, mm. yeah, did you want to share something? What's that? Did you have a thought on that, Armida? No, no, I just kind of admit what you said. And so where this can get really fun and interesting is when you really like people or you don't like people, like when you really don't like people or you really like people, um, you can learn a lot about yourself in like, okay, this person that I encounter all the time that bothers me in this particular way where I can't tolerate it. Um, that's a great opportunity for you to, to really bring it back and, and say like, well, what is it that I can't tolerate in myself that this person is just simply reflecting back to me? Um, now there is a, a statement in, in Tibetan Buddhism, there's like these aphorisms and one of them, and you have to be careful about this because it's not meant like you wouldn't say this particularly to someone who just had a traumatic experience or whatnot. But the saying is drive all blames into one, drive all blames into one, which basically means that if if you are at a certain level of consciousness and you can withstand this level of interpretation every single bad thing that happens to you is at at one level there's different levels right so you have to be careful about this and like who and when you say this but every single thing that happens to you that's bad is just your own mind reflecting back on itself. In other words, everything, and we're talking different levels here. So everything is your fault. So if, if you really want to take the Dharma all the way to understanding if there's only one thing, there's only one mind, there's no other people here that you're listening to me talk, but I'm just a part of your own mind whispering to you right now. You're the only thing here, you. And for, for me, you guys are just reflections of my own mind and I'm the only thing here, right? And that's exactly how you feel. You feel like you're you and you're the only thing. So yeah, from your perspective, I am just a different voice coming from your own mind, projecting you. But if something bad happens to you and someone hurts you and does something hurtful, you're doing that to yourself because the other person is you, right? By, by a logical sequence of, of reasoning here. So if you can really notch up your consciousness to that level where everything that's bad that happens to you is your fault, then you can transform it much more quickly because you understand it to be your karma. And it can be really painful when you like, you're in a horrible state because something horrible has happened to you. 
to raise your consciousness to the level where you're like, why would I do this? Okay, well, that person did this to me, how dare they? But if you can change that to why would I do this to myself? You can transform that karma, even though it's more painful to see it this way, you can transform the karma that much faster because you see that everything that happens to you is just projections of your own mind, of the big mind back on itself. So driving all blames into one is a way to, to handle everything that's bad in your life. It's a really intense practice to try it, but. And then of course, if something amazing happens to someone else, someone else gets that job promotion or someone else gets the, the lover that you, you wanted or someone else gets the money that you wanted. That's actually you getting that. So if you can be happy for them in the same way as if you had gotten that thing, like that's an intense practice. I mean, they're both hard. They're both hard things to do to see that everything is your fault or, or that person succeeding is you succeeding. Exactly. Those concepts are so, um, I mean, I do catch myself when I feel for any type of reason, a level of jealousy over someone's success. And even if that is as something that has nothing to do with me, like it's not like I was pursuing this myself, but seeing another person succeed and reach a level of success that I hope for, I always have that initial like, <clears throat> learn it just, it would be nice if I was, you know, me. Right. And then I, I have to remind myself, Andres, like, that doesn't take away from you. And there's space for all of us. Mm. You know, there really is for everyone to be happy to succeed. And, you know, you need to trust and always be happy for everyone. Because exactly what you said, they're a reflection of myself. So when I'm jealous of someone's success, that tells me a lot about me. Mm -hmm. Tells me a lot about myself. I'm having this realization like right now, um, which is really great. This aha moment because, uh, yeah, I think like when I finally truly do let go of that jealousy for other people's success because of my own insecurities, I think I think that's what I will flourish. Mm -hmm. Same thing with taking responsibility for my shortcomings. Mm -hmm. or for any pains or for any it's like yeah why would i do that to myself on this you fucking know this hurts mm -hmm. yeah and it's like i said it's it's very slippery slope to um in the, in the case of driving all blames into one of like well if you're already walking around i'm talking about on the ego level where you're walking around with already layers of guilt or mm -hmm. shame and then a Buddhist teacher tells you, well, everything's your fault. Um, that can be quickly picked up by that and start getting really sticky. But what they're yeah. right. So just so you were clear, like at that level, no, it's not your fault. That other person needs to like get some feedback and be put in their place. Um, it's not like this is not an excuse to continue letting yourself being ab be abused. But at that highest level, if everything that happens to you is your karma and your karma isn't 
personal because there's no you there anyway, then the fastest way to burn through it is just to look at it, accept it and say like everything is just a result of previous action. Um, so yeah, this is like, this is the practice, like a Buddha, someone who has fully purified all these, um, egoic tendencies, literally just multiplies their happiness times 7 billion because they're happy for everyone else. And they multiply their suffering by 7 billion because everything that happens to everyone else hap is happening to them. Um, so it's, yeah, that's, that's the practice. And it, when you get glimpses of it, it can be really intense. You're just standing around in a room. There's like a thousand people at a concert and you're like, oh, there's a thousand of me all watching this other version of me up on stage or whatever it is. Um, the same consciousness that's looking out my eyes is looking out of your eyes right now. And we keep creating this false division, but it's the same consciousness. There's only one consciousness. So, um, it's a practice to work with relationships in this way. It's just a helpful frame to put on all your relationships, both in the ways that you look up to people or look down at people and just having that frame. Sorry. No, I'm just agreeing. I'm yeah. agreeing. So yeah, I just have that frame all the time. I just try to put that frame on everything. Um, when you see like that, that person is the Buddha. Um, it doesn't mean that again, if they're annoying you, it doesn't mean you don't tell them to shut up, but, um, it might, it might mean you say it differently, or it might mean that, um, there's something there that you, you haven't quite listened to. Um, yeah. And ultimately, I mean, it can turn cliche and most religions believe like, okay, the golden rule and, you know, you got to love your brother as thyself and all these things. But, um, I never found that the reading about it helped like, whereas meditation practice actually fundamentally changes your consciousness so that you can actually experience this on a daily basis. You can actually feel like we're all one, not just talk about it as a platitude. Um, it'll change, it'll change your consciousness because you'll be tapped into this. Um, it'll be much easier for you to see that the thing looking through your eyes is not this thing that you've clinged on as, as your ego. You'll see that there's a purer consciousness looking through your eyes. That's what meditation helps you do. And then when you see other people, other bodies walking around, you're like, Oh yeah, it's the same. That's me just looking through a different set of eyes and it becomes easier to see because you're seeing it in yourself. So keep practicing and you'll see it. It, it reveals itself. Um, and you get glimpses and then those glimpses expand. And the result of this is that you just feel more safe and you feel more comfortable and you feel more yeah, elevated. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Right? I'm, I'm seeing it right now. I'm seeing myself in your eyes and it's like checking me out. <laughs> it's cool. Yeah. All right, guys. Thank you, Jeremy, so much for that. Yeah, thank you. Yes, glad to get back into the swing of things. It <laughs> feels really nice. I feel refreshed. I feel, um, at home, um, I feel at ease. So thank you so much. That's fantastic to hear. Have a great night. Thank you, Jeremy. Have a great thank night, y'all. Thank um, you, guys. Bye. Bye-bye. Good night. Good night.